Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Essential Blue Podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. Today is the first episode after the international break. And I'm joined by a stellar group today. I'm joined by a few people today. I'm joined by Ubi, I'm joined by Oli, I'm joined by Manny. Yeah, we're going to reflect on the Brentford game that happened today. Unfortunately, we lost 4-1. So, yeah, after that, we're going to preview the Madrid game coming up on Wednesday. So, yeah, how are you guys doing? I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, depressed as well, obviously. Yeah, I know. But at I least know. it's good to be back, you know, in the podcast. I know, it's been a while, actually, like since the international break and all that. True. It's, uh, it's good to be, it's, even though we lost it, it's good to uh, have our team back playing as well. I know, sure. but it's, it's really sad though. But what do you guys think about the lineup? Let me start with Manny. Manny, what do you think? Oh, you know what? I just had faith that Tuchel's magic wand would be okay with to just make this lineup work. But, you know, I have a long-standing agenda against Alonso playing football for this team. <laughs> and yeah. like, when you, when you put him together with uh, uh, Aspie, the lack of pace in the back now becomes an issue. Um, aside from that, just quickly going on to the midfield. Oh, my God. Ruben, yeah, I've given up on him. I won't lie to you. I, like, I don't want to see him play for us. I don't think he should start. Uh, he's proven that. Like, he, he's actually gone down in stocks for me. Um, yeah. Uh, Conte, I expect him to play. Uh, Mason Mount, I expect him to play. So, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Timo Werner, my god, yeah, every w- yeah, we'll get into that, but like, yeah, oh, yeah, so what um, do you think about the match? What was your reaction to the lineup and everything? Uh, Tuchel got it wrong today, um, 100%. Yeah, like, um, you know, I think the main issue, I think, for the game today was that there was a lot of focus and maybe a lack of focus on this game, but there was a lot of focus on the Real Madrid game midweek. I reckon all the players are a little distracted um, with one eye on that game in midweek. Um, yeah. And I think that probably played a big part today. In you know, Even in just like a 10-minute lapse in defending, and we just got absolutely packed in by Brentford, which, you know, fair play to them because they took their chances really well and they're an excellent team. Um, but we can't be defending like that again this season. I think it's going to be a blip. I, th- um, I hope it's a blip. Um, but certainly in the way that Tuchel set up the team today, he got it wrong. He played a weak team, hoping that he could scrape a draw or maybe get a win. And uh, he got it completely wrong. Um, you can't be playing a, a midfield of Kante, Mount and... Um, sorry, who else was it? Kante, Mount and uh, Loftus-Cheek. Yeah, and Ruben, yeah. to have any control in the midfield whatsoever. You know, uh, you know, Manny said about Alonso and Azpi, uh, you know, as the fullbacks. It's just... It's just not going to work, and and the less we say about Werner, the better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw your tweets about Werner, but I, I want to come to Ubi. Like Ubi, I can't defend Werner anymore. Bro. What do you think? I can't defend Werner anymore. I mean, Werner just had an awful display, just like most of the players, in my opinion. Like I can understand where Tuchel came from when I when I first saw the lineup, um, because like Ruben Loftus-Cheek, of course, he's not a center midfielder, especially he cannot defend deep. But I think his physicality was needed against Brentford defenders. You know, they're a really physical team in the Premier League. So, like, I could see where he came from. Of course, I guess he was focused on Madrid. He he was hoping to scrape off some, I don't know, like a draw or win, as uh, Oliver said. 
but at the same time, like I don't completely blame him because his his subs were were fine. Like Lukaku should have should have started ahead of uh, Werner. Like although when he came on, he was awful. But I think we needed that physicality against uh, that Brentford Brentford team. So yeah, I don't know. Like uh, we sh- we should have won the game. Like we don't deserve to win. But I think we s- we stopped defending when when Rudiger s- scored that um, screamer. So you know, an absolute gem of a goal. Yeah, it's really disappointing. You know, it was goal of the season, right? It was absolutely goal of the season. Yeah, indeed. You know? Was, was it uh, like 39 yards off the post? Man, what a goal that was. Exactly. <laughs> the longest he, goal, um, the furthest goal in Chelsea's history. Yeah, in the last like 15 years or something. Years. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. That's ridiculous. And you yeah. know, one was always going to go in and it's just a shame that the day that one, one finally went in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. He was either, either going to eventually score a screamer or do one of the ones where he just runs the whole way through <laughs> the pitch yeah. and, and score a banger. Um, you know, I just I want to see more from him. Yeah, I mean, it was it was so sad though. Like, I don't know, but Manny, what was the who was the man of the match and the moment of the match for you? Oh, man of the match. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that's a tough one. You know what? <laughs> oh man, what can I even give this to? Um, wow. You know what? Even though he missed a few chances. I still, I'll still give it to Havertz, to be honest with you, because his movement alone created most of our good opportunities. And when obviously Kovacic will get onto him, but um, yeah, I think it was Havertz. I think my moment of the match, I had two moments of the match. They're like equal. One was the first goal, the counter. Um, it, it, seeing Ruben met, like not win the 50 50 for the ball that was chested <laughs> to him, it, was re- it, 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 it just symbolizes everything I think of him. Like it doesn't. I'm not even asking you to be, you know, uh, Obi Mikel physicality. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. let me know that you're six foot, whatever. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and the first half, early on, Alonso whips a ball down the line <laughs> for your boy Timo. I know what you're talking about. Uh, well, well, <laughs> can you, actually, since you know, I'm not even attacking him. Explain to me what is going through his mind. When he like he's ahead of the guy, doesn't make his move across him, and doesn't even challenge. Like, what what is this? Is this no no touch? No physicality. When we come to talk about Werner in a bit, because I know it's one of our topics, I've got a theory. I've got a big theory on this, so I'll I'll hold off until then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was those were my two moments of the game right there. That. All right, Oli. What was your moment of the match then? Man of the match and moment of the match. Um, very easy for me. Man of the match, Rudiger, even though he let in four goals because uh, he scored a screamer. And the moment of the match was him scoring the screamer. <laughs> I like that. Ubi, how about you? Moment of the match has to be Rudiger screamer. It was a fantastic one. It had an XG of 0.01. So that just shows you how... That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, he was kind of clinical. I hope our strikers can be that clinical too. But hey... I think that just kind of proves we could have lost 4 <laughs> 0. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Exactly. And the uh, man of the match to me, believe it or not, it's actually Kante. Yes, okay, he let four Ooh. goals in, but Ooh. he was everywhere, especially the first half. He was just correcting mistakes left, right, and center. But 
I liked his energy more, like compared to like Mount and even Havertz just missed a lot of chances and he was offside. He he got the ball between his arms or whatever he did in the second half. Probably yeah. Kante, you know, because like it, it, he just, it, I think everyone remembers that moment in the match for the, was it the third goal that went in where, or the second yeah. one where he, he like he dashes across to make a already two on one thing a three on one and leaves his man yeah. free in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Can't be doing that. It's just complete switch off mentally from him, which is un which is rare. It's not like him. Yeah, it's unlike Kante. True, but you have to you have to remember we're coming back from international break. Also, there's this uncertainty, which in my opinion affects the players mentally. I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's facts, and I need to list them. No, I'll make excuses. It was all the international break. Um, because, um, because we had such a good momentum going into the game, uh, you know, like going into the international break, and that's really disrupted. Not to mention, you know, like Brentford um, had more rest um, than a lot of our players did. Now, yeah. do you expect our, our players and our squad then, our squad depth, to still be good against Brentford, even though they've had rest and we haven't? Yes. Uh, but it is, you know, it's a factor for sure. True, true. Well said. Don't you think? I, I agree. Quick question. Don't you think that because like he was doing so much, and I don't think he had a good game, honestly, but he was doing so, by his standards, but he was doing so much to cover everybody, trying to attack, trying to defend. I feel like sometimes if you're in a team position and you feel like other people are unable or unwilling to pull their weight, you start trying to do their job and you leave your job free. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah maybe. He certainly, you know, like, I think Loftus-Cheek didn't cover himself in glory today. He was really, really wow. passive. Um, you know, and like like I said, that, that midfield was never going to have much control of the game because Kante, as much as I love him, is probably the most technically gifted out of the three, you know, out of, out of him, Mount and, and Loftus-Cheek. You know, you might disagree, yeah. but... Um, yeah, but you know, even Kante is not like massively technically gifted, and so you were never going to have that sort of like a relaxed recycling of the ball that you have when you've got a Jorginho or a Kovacic in there. You just don't have it, and that's kind of you know we saw a few glimpses of it in the first half, I think, where we were passing the ball round the back, and you know there was a few lucky chances that really Brentford should have scored from. Um, you know, I think they got. Uh, you you could say they got fortunate and they scored every break in the second half and they did really really well. But to be honest, after twenty five minutes, they probably should have been one or two nil up anyway. Yeah, true that, true that. Well, for me, the moment of the match was the Rudiger Rudiger celebration with Tuchel. I felt it was very special, but it was so sad after everything. I forgot after... that. To be honest with you, <laughs> I know because <laughs> I know that was yeah. After everything, after all he did, like, you know, after shooting for how many days and finally he scores and then he has a special moment with the manager and then next thing I know, I was it's literally like writing a tweet. dying on your birthday. It's like you don't even get to celebrate, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I was literally typing a tweet and then next thing I look up and I see we've considered already and I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah. Really sad though, really sad. But then again, it, it kind of kills my hope because I had the hope that we're going to challenge for the Premier League call me crazy but i had the hope that <laughs> i had the hope that you know if we get three points today and then liverpool and man city i hope for like a draw and then we win again we're kind of like closer to the title but unfortunately nah, you're insane <laughs> absolutely insane <laughs> it's gone now it's yeah it's honestly it's gone so before we go into madrid who wants to talk about Werner then oli do you want to kick us off I want to talk about Werner because I have some things to say about Werner. Right. Um, my theory about Werner is, one, I'm, I'm sick of him and I'm fed up of him. Um, thanks for the memories. Thank you for Porto. Please leave the club. Um, I'm, I, the reason, 
And the reason I've turned around so vastly on him very recently is because of this thing that he's doing where he's he's running towards the ball and then he's not fully committing, mm. right? You know, he keeps pulling out. And we, we've seen a lot of people commenting about this. We've seen a lot of people talking about this. And we've all seen it in the games. You know, he's winning a one-on-one and then he just decides he doesn't really want to keep <laughs> doing it. And, um, and my theory for this is that I think um, he knows he's leaving in the summer. Uh, I, I think he knows that he's got one foot out the door already and he's trying not to do anything dangerous that's going to get him injured. Um, and that's why he's pulling out of these 1v1s. And this is why I've turned around on him so much because I'm completely convinced this is the reason he's doing this. And if you're not playing for the club, get out. You know, it's so frustrating, you know, if you've got a player who isn't willing to give his all on the pitch, that's fair enough if he's already got one foot out the door, but you give your all on the pitch when it matters. And he's not giving that now, um, you know. Like I said, because he want he want he doesn't want to get injured because he wants a, he wants to be able to move on in the summer, and that's fair enough to him. He hasn't been so good in in you know for Chelsea, and it's not really worked for him. He's hoping probably to move somewhere else and sort of reignite his career. But you've got to put the effort in. You've got to because otherwise, Definitely. what are you here for? Yeah, you know, yeah. I you know I've been defending Werner for a while now, but. I would say he had a good game. No, 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 good game. Sorry, I would say he had a he put in a bit of effort today, but overall it was a really bad game. Like two out of ten at most, it was really bad. But Ubi, what do you have to say? Actually, um, yeah, Ubi, what do you have to say to what Oli just said? I really agree with him. It's an interesting theory. It could be right, you know. I mean, of course, uh, Werner made comments a few days ago uh, after the Germany game, I think, when he said he doesn't get serviced enough in at Chelsea and. Uh, you know, like he's comparing the Tuchel system to to the Flick system at Germany. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it makes sense, though, right? You know, it it makes sense. You're not going to get as many chances being like a wide striker as a as a central striker. Everyone knows this, but you know, at the same time, he's playing against Israel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, of course. And he played against Netherlands as well, actually. But you know what? You know, um, in Germany, Werner plays through the middle. In the Premier League, he can't do that. If you notice, I don't know if you guys noticed, but him and Hava switched a bit towards the end of the yeah. first half and kind of like, I think sometime in the second half as well. They were trying to implement that system, you know. But in the Premier League, Werner isn't strong enough. That's why I've, I've decided to stop defending him because... There's no point. There's literally no point. But Manny, no, what do you have to say? No, this is what annoys me about him. He is strong enough and he's fast enough. He's not committed enough. He can yeah, run around all day. Yeah. You know, he can yeah. run around all day and, and everyone can praise him for his effort, but he's not willing to put in <laughs> effort when it actually puts him at risk. And that's what really frustrates me. But yeah, Manny. Yeah, I I actually, um, what Ali is saying, it, it makes sense because um, I distinctly remember his past games from last season. Like if you just like cast your mind to the games against like Leeds, like yeah. Sheffield, he like his touch was awful, right? I, I I was struggling to see like how this guy gets so far. So I assumed he was a gunman because the touch is terrible. But like you would see him run, you know what I mean? Try yeah. to challenge, he get brushed off, but he try to challenge. Right now, I yeah, I, I could totally see him. He's one foot out the door because he seems uh, and I'm not gonna you know I'm not trying to insult or besmirch a man, but he seems fragile. On the pitch, it's confidence. mentally as well. Mentally must as be well. an issue, right? Yeah. yeah, mentally he seems fragile as well. Actually, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he, like today. The one thing I will say, which is kind of odd, because this is one thing I was begging from him too, is yeah. the simple passes and direct passes. They, they were a little bit faster, but then when when he's actually on the ball, an opportunity to do something, he's just yeah, bro. Listen, I'm gonna cut it short. <laughs> Let this guy go. 
<laughs> yeah, honestly, is that's just the best um, conclusion to be honest. That's just the conclusion to be very honest. Yeah, yeah. if we yeah, can sell him for thirty million or something, car losses. I think that's best for everyone. Yeah, if we sell him, yeah. are we gonna sell Lukaku though? That's the question. No, Lukaku. You know what? Lukaku will stay another season, I think. Yeah, he is, and nah. you know what? I actually want to see Lukaku and have us play together. That's nah. like, like know, I want to see. I mean, been a 100 million pound striker after one season you just, just it just won't happen yeah yeah but i want it to happen though i mean bro i, I i'm <laughs> let me tell you something i, I am mm-hmm. so for that him going but just being realistic looking at it i just want to see those two play and then everybody else well i won't go that far well, but those two need well, to play together Ubi, what do you think because i mean we did see lukaku and havertz today actually actually Lukaku should have started today. I mean, obviously, in hindsight, yeah. you could say whatever you want, but Lukaku should have started because if he started, mm-hmm. it would be like, okay, we have more reason to criticize him. I don't know if you guys thought he was going to score, but like, no, we had more reasons. No, but it's, him, it's, so. it's not right. He, he wouldn't. He shouldn't have started because we played the wrong formation. This is what I'm saying when I got saying yeah, people, yeah, yeah. you know, like we should have we should have been playing with one striker, not two, not three, just one. Uh, you know, and that one absolutely should have been Havertz. Yeah, but then again, you know the. I don't know if you notice on Twitter, everybody is like, "Oh, when once we come ac- when once we come ac- against a team like Brentford, Middlesbrough, yeah, we play. Once we play three at the back, people are like, oh, why are you playing so defensive? You remember against Middlesbrough, we started four. It was the same formation we started with, and we won. But for, it's our midfield, you know, brother. It's our midfield. Yeah, actually, yeah, I was gonna mention this. Ubi, I'm going. I'm coming to you now. I was gonna mention this. Um, I wanted Kovacic to start. I don't know what Kovacic has to do to start, but Kovacic should have started alongside <laughs> Ruben, because for some reason, Ruben doesn't click with Kante. Who does he click with though? I'm asking. Cover, Kovacic. No, no. You and think, so, you think Ruben clicks with Cover? Yeah. Because I watched him today, and he was getting in his way. What would have been a better selection was um, Mount, where Mount on the left side where Werner was, and then instead of Werner in the midfield, you would have had um, cover. That would have been a better yeah. setup format. Yeah. You know, if you're going to play a four-three-three, at least that gives you a little bit of control in midfield. It gives you more going up that left-hand side. It gives you more defending on that left-hand side as well. It goes back to us. I feel like Hansi Flick spoke to Tuchel prior to the game, like. But sorry, after yeah, prior to the game, perhaps it was like you know, perhaps try Werner a certain way, like blah blah blah, you know. And, and then he did you never this. know, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and today we learned that Hansi Flick does not know what he's talking about. <laughs> well, he's kind of like my heroes. But I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you have that. I'll let you have that. <laughs> but Ubi, what do you think? I mean, like, what's your, what do you think about the whole thing, the whole scenario? Okay. Um. Okay. Let's see. So Werner. Uh, as Oliver said, he just looks like he he just can't be bothered anymore to be at Chelsea. He doesn't give it all. Like even his pace, like especially today, he was kind of slow to me. I, I don't know, maybe it's my eyes, but he looked kind of s- slow, which is unlike Turbo Timo, as we all know him. So I think to me, Lukaku should have started, as I said earlier, because of that physicality. I'm not saying if Lukaku started, then we would have won. I don't think so. In fact, when he came on, he was awful. He missed a sitter <laughs> like in the second half. He like shot it uh, against well, his he, knee, or I don't know. It says a lot that that is that would have been preferable. Yeah, 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 does. yeah. Exactly. But like, okay. I was okay. just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I feel like he had that moment where he had like a decent hold up play. Just that moment. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's a moment though. 
Look, I think Lukaku isn't performing anymore because of the whole pro propaganda that started with uh, Sky News Italia when he made the interview way back a few months ago. I think if we start a new season with him, it's gonna it's kind of like a like a meter that you reset from to zero. We're starting, uh, you know, clean slate, fresh start, uh, better mentality for everyone. Not not only for Lukaku but for the players as well. Hopefully by then, like next season. The whole, you know, owners thingy will be uh, resolved. Also, the the what do you call the sanctions will be lifted and and whatnot. So I think today, if uh, coming back to today's game, if um, Kovacic started alongside um, Kante and no, actually Kante, Jorginho, and Kovacic, those three in the midfield, it would have been a better game, I think. I'm not, I'm not sure about really... that. Those three playing in the midfield should work, but it never does. I mean, it, it never does. But in this game, it could have it could have been good because, like, Jorginho tends to drop as a centre back, like a left centre back, whenever Rudiger makes those overlapping runs. So we kind of needed that today. Kante does not anymore, thanks to Sari. Now Kante is a uh, box to box because he used to be a central defensive midfielder. Now he moved up more like a cam center attacking midfielder at least that's how i feel about kante but like Jorginho, when he plays with kante uh, Jorginho covers up for kante's runs because you know kante is always like in the opposition's box he makes those uh forward runs but like as i think um, um manny said earlier today that uh, when he when Kante like is trying to do everyone's job he leaves his job and forgets about it and something like that right so Jorginho would be that person to correct the mistakes of Kante. So those two players are are essential. Whereas Kovacic, as a number eight, he could he could be like a like a third striker if that makes sense, right? Like behind Havertz and even Werner himself. I think so. Like this could have worked in my opinion, but hey, that maybe it's a it's a it's a stretch. I'll be yeah, honest, we did not. Just real quick. Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Of of the three to buttress your point, please don't forget what you're gonna say. Um. I, I agree in the fact that I don't think that's a three that you can go through a full season with. But in this kind of game, you need an intelligent footballers who, are, who have an arrogance about them when they play. Mm -hmm. who, who know who they are. They know their value. They know who they are. I don't think RLC knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you. that factor yet. Yeah, but you can't say that, you know, and then say, like, Alonso is, shouldn't have started that. Because Alonso no, is no, that no. arrogant, for sure. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I mean, you, that's you different, though. Because, because Alonso is physically limited. He's physically <laughs> limited. Hold on, He's physically limited, and he's never been a good defender. So that's mm -hmm. why I can say that about him. So he's 37. He's almost... How old is he? The book is written on him. RLC, I had hope. I'm just, you know... I'm being honest. Like <sighs> I, I want to see... I want to see Alonso play further up the field. I want to see him play. I want to see him. Yeah, like honestly, I don't think he'd do a bad job at striker. Probably better than Definitely. a long, uh, better than uh, Lukaku at the moment. I'd like, I mean, you know, even in midfield, I think he'd do a job. Yeah, I can agree with that, but not at left back. I, uh, I see him as a new Giroud, to be honest. Yeah, I think he, he could play like you know, you know how Jorginho is also physically limited, and the system yeah. kind of like Covers you him. know, yeah, that comforts him. It, you know, he could do that. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't play the three to be honest with you today <laughs> I, that, I, I, this is what I'm saying it goes back to what I said about the Middlesbrough game we played a four at the back 
And then we finish the game out with a five at the back. So simple we, as that. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. I feel it was just more of like Brentford wanted it more and our players were still on holiday from the international break. Simple as. That's what I think. So it's kind of like one I always think that you can't have too many uh, unreliable people in a pot at one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the coach just, it just happened to be that. Today was a lot of them in every section of the pitch. So we couldn't, ca- usually we carry, regardless of what team we have, we're carrying some people. But today, oh my Lord. Yeah, I think Can't it was just, a, was it was fun. the case of like a lot of little things and it all kind of just, it was like the perfect storm of stuff going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. AKA Rudiger. I mean, Rudiger <laughs> just had a, he had a, he had a howl last day. I mean, besides the goal, Honestly, like the whole first half, man, the whole first half, I don't know, like there was KG, it was a KG game. Obviously, Brentford had the better chances and all that, and we gradually grew into the game. The first half was so controlled, and then second half, we just capitulated. I don't understand. But yeah. it's all right, we moved, we moved. Tell me, have, have you talked about Z? Has anybody talked about Ziyech today? Any, oh, yeah, to actually, um, yeah, he, I think it was a four for the second goal. Can I you forgot tell, he was you tell, <laughs> you can tell by the, his reaction. By his reaction, you could tell. I think he was at fault for the second goal. Everybody's kind of going at Kante and everything, but I think Ziyech because Ziyech had the chance to like clear the ball, and for some reason, was trying to take a faint touch, and then the player nicked the ball, and then. But Ubi, what do you guys think? Um. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but Ziyech was playing as right wing back today, right? At first, he started as a left wing, as a left winger, and then. After we did the switch information, he mm-hmm. now went back to left wing back. You see that that's the thing. Like his defensive work rate is all right, but he's not a, a left or right wing back. That there's a huge difference between saying his defensive work rate is fine. Work rate is like you know when there's a corner, there's a counter attack. He he puts the a leg out and he stops it. That doesn't mean he's a fullback. He's not a fullback. He's nowhere near good to be a fullback. He lacks in pace. He lacks in physicality, which are the main essential um, components, let's say, yeah. to, to yeah. ingredients, exactly, to be a fullback, like Rhys James. He, he has the pace, he has the physicality, and he's technically gifted. He scores goals as well, and he has amazing crosses, similar to, to Ziyech, actually. But the difference is that Ziyech also, his right leg, is is kind of like non-existent like <laughs> he's very predictable like that's another thing that's why... do you know what it reminds me of and, and i'm gonna get absolutely crucified for this do you remember um when everybody absolutely hated willian and mm. every oh. time he got the ball everyone knew, knew exactly what he was going to do on that right hand side he was going to cut in yeah. on the right towards the byline and try and fizz across <laughs> and across. you know you guys remember this you will have seen this week in week out for years <laughs> and Ziyech is kind of the same but just going the other way and he has better technique but, I mean like, yeah like, he's a much better player and the system suits him a lot you know like it, like he's not always left just kind of cross the ball into no one uh, I'm just saying in that terms of like that predictability you always know he's going to try and cut back onto that left yeah. So, do you, would you guys want to talk about something else from March? Because I want to talk about, like, what do you guys think? How do you think the season is going to end now? Before we talk about the owners and Madrid moving forward. Oh, yeah. Um, a, a quick league thing. It's whatever. We'll just get third, bro. Like, we're not even going to get a late second. Um, Champions League, I'm actually quite confident. Because I, 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 I know our squad and we have to rotate. And I know there's going to be a loss somewhere. We've had our loss. That's how I look at it. So now I'm expect I'm actually expecting to get to like a final barring a major like a major disruption in the game. Something crazy happens. 
I'm expecting it's the final. But Ubi, what do you think? I, uh, what do you think the season will end? I think we'll uh, comfortably be top four. To me, it doesn't matter whether we finish fourth or second. I know sentimentally second is better, but who cares? Honestly, it's the same. Just let's get over it. Focus on Champions League, perhaps FA Cup. Uh, if we keep it together, we can, we can, as I said, top four, maybe win FA Cup. And call me crazy, but win Champions League. <laughs> That's there we my go. There opinion. We go. Yeah, yeah. Oli, what do you think? Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, top four and one trophy. What? No, no, don't do this to me, man. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. You know, prior to the Brentford game, I was like, we have to win all our matches from now to the end of the season. And we lost the first one. So if we win all our matches now, we're going to win two trophies. So, nah, don't do this to me, man. <laughs> we, we have to beat City at some point. I don't think we can lose to them three times in a row. We're going to beat them if we play them. It That's just, okay. We beat them three times in a row um, when we won the Champions League. Why are you bringing that bad juju, bro? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have chill, though. That's the problem. I mean, where was Saul? Where was Saul today? Where was Saul today? Remembering, like, you on know, a milk carton. We've still got, you know, like <laughs> on a milk carton. We've still got him. Like, um, it it sticks in my mind, you know, like how important. Do you, like, I, I know it, it sounds dumb, but do you remember for the the Champions League final goal? Uh, Mendy clears it out to the left-hand side um, and Chilwell <laughs> wins the header. Yeah. yeah. Right. Alonso, that header probably goes back about a thousand uh, yards. Yeah. No, 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 Alonso is known for his headers, you know. Yeah, but no, I saw those no. headers. He's known for a lot of things. <laughs> no, he is not. Then, you're a liar. <laughs> he's not that guy. I'm not going to have you <laughs> come here and defend Alonso, bro. Like, this is not happening right now. I know he scores goals, but still, like, the def- <sighs> it's, I'm it, worried it, without Chilwell. That's, that's what I was saying, though. Malansa. Oh, my God. That's what I was saying. Where was Saul today? Because I am worried about Chilwell as well. But Chil- Saul is the closest thing to Chilwell right now in terms of, like, physique and ability. Agility, rather. I'd rather have Saul there. Yeah. <laughs> just teach how to no. pass the ball. That's it. That's all. Saul actually plays better in midfield. And, you know, like he had a rough start, but he's actually pretty good. Uh, he's, you know, he's doing okay. And um, I think if you're going to go with someone to play left back in, you know, a back four, it's got to be Saar, even though that is not something that fills me with confidence. Yeah, Saar is better than Saul in terms of left back, like a full, like full back, you know? As I'm not talking back, about left wing back. Saul. Yeah. Yeah, as a left wing back, probably Saul could be better. As a yeah. wing- I even think you could just give it to Alonso because he doesn't, you know, like it doesn't limit him as badly. And he's probably a better striker of the ball. You know, he's probably better at crossing the ball in than Sal, maybe. Like, I think the problem is, is Sal doesn't really, I don't think Sal is the best, is best in either of the left fullback options. Mm. So you'd rather have him midfield then and just. Oh, listen, I would have preferred him over uh, over Loftus Cheek today. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, that's the thing, though. I don't know if the coaches would experiment that much. I mean, we're just sitting here talking about players as if it's a FIFA game. It's just not <laughs> easy to shift a player from a winger, fullback to midfield or even a striker, as we said. But I do agree about your points, guys. By just saying it's not realistic that someone like Alonso would have would play as a secondary striker or midfielder or something. I mean, I would have I would have loved it if he was in midfield. I I I reckon he could be like a second Ruud Hullet. That's a long <laughs> shot, but 
he has the <laughs> same physique and you know he's really gifted in terms of you know attackingly i don't know he could have been good but hey it's it's a bit too late now in his career to shift from a fullback to a midfielder or even worse a striker but i don't disagree with your ideas yeah we never know i mean if we keep pushing the agenda perhaps they might just listen and try it one day never know yeah, who knows hopefully yeah hashtag Alonso to striker do you guys expect him to be there next season Alonso? Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure actually Why not? no for sure actually, no actually yeah. no no, no. <laughs> as much as i love Alonso, no no because just, the, just the back look, no, just tomorrow. look at it though like look at it the board will go oh right okay so we've got you know, like Saul, if they choose to go on the loan, he's an option at left back. We've got uh, Saar, who's an option at left back. We've got Chilwell, who's an option at left back. We've got Alonso, who's an option at left wing back. No way they're going to, like, it, there's no way we're going to buy another left back. So Alonso will stay. <laughs> okay. But but then, I, I'll just go out line here. I feel like that's like an admittance of defeat then. If we're exactly, not gonna... yeah. You know, I was just going to say, you know how Van Dijk came back from ACL injury and everybody's like, oh, Van Dijk isn't the same, blah, blah, blah. What if that happens to Chilwell? I personally want us to go to buy a new Real Wolves or a different player. They, I think that's just the best option. I love Alonso so much, but I think it's time for him to move on. Uh, I, just, I love Chilwell at that left-back, left-wing-back position. If he doesn't come back the same, I'm going to be very, very sad. But it does make point. It does make a fair point, right? Because Van Dijk, everybody's like, "Oh, Van Dijk didn't really. Van Dijk isn't really the same player before the injury." Blah blah blah. But you never know, man. I think it's good to have a new option, a new re rejuvenated option, in my opinion. Yeah. The other thing is though, it's like I don't think with Ian Matson on loan, I don't. I just don't. Oh, yeah, see I it. forgot about him as well. Yeah, I forgot about him. You know, like Yo, there's just too many options, but they're all mediocre or too young. Yeah, I think it's time Alonso moves on. He's just got Serie A because he's, he's really good and I'm the biggest Alonso stan, but I think he should move on. It's about time he goes. Honestly, yeah. he'd be top scorer in Syria. <laughs> oh, he, he'd be amazing there because he has time and like he's got speedsters to harass him on the wing. It's there you so have it. So, yeah. So, what do you get? Oh, yeah, Oli, did you go for the? did you go to the protest today? At the bridge. I couldn't. No, unfortunately, I couldn't go. But um, I, I was really proud of everybody who did go. I know people got a little bit of a, a little bit of stick on on social media because there wasn't many people there. But you know what? I, I'm very proud of the people who did go, and I think they're preaching a really important message. Nobody wants the rickets. Hashtag no to well, rickets. Hashtag no to rickets. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, Kinsella said there were hundred about hundred people there, and I was like, hundred people were one hundred percent of the one hundred one hundred percent of the view. The views of the fan base. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, it is what it is. But yeah, Ubi, have you heard any news about the new owners before we talk about the Madrid game? I think what I heard is um, uh, the, what was the, uh, yeah, Buck. Currently yeah, Buck off. Buck off. Buck off, exactly. <laughs> he, he, has his, he has this uh, favorite in the Ricketts family for some reason. I suspect so it's, it's about money and who knows what's uh, going on under the tables, as they say, right? But so um, yeah, I, I think he shouldn't make a decision. Like, okay, I respect him. He's been at Chelsea for a long time. But when it comes to this like sensitive topic, we're talking about an owner that's going to come and carry us for the next, who knows, 20, maybe even more years. I actually we don't, don't want... respect him. He's been here for a long time, but he's been stealing a living. Yeah, true, true, true. 
I just respected his his uh, time at Chelsea, but nothing else. Like, just to be clear, yeah, I'm not saying I'm a fan of. In a whole like few weeks, where like you know, in this week where we've had like a lot of bad news that's come out around Chelsea and all the rest of it, like Buck is you know is my you know least favorite person of the week, Chelsea Rise, <laughs> and I think I, that says a lot. Least favorite than Vana as well. No, like, it's horrible what he did, though. Well, Manny, what do you think? Like, it's horrible what he did. Like, how do you set up a private meeting to help the Ricketts? That's just shady. That's you disgusting. Know, I, 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 don't expect, I don't expect any less from them, to be it's, honest with you. It's worse, though, than it sounds, right? Because he did it with... Uh, he set it up with uh, Paul Canneville. And, you know, just to basically look... You know, be like, hey, look, the Ricketts aren't racist. Look who they spoke to. Yeah, and yes, like, exactly. And it just—it made me really upset about you know about but you know the integrity of the takeover, the integrity of the club, honestly, you know, and how they and how they treat their you know their their black players, honestly. Um, but it, I, the rain group deserves some criticism as well because they're being—they're not being professional. They're actually—I've I've heard they have, a prior, saying, they have a prior interest with the Ricketts. They have a—they have a spec. They have a spec already. With hundreds of millions of dollars, they already have. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, um, just speaking from ethical business ethics, right? Mm-hmm. This does not in any way seem above board, because number one, we don't know where the the, the actual proceeds will go. Number two, the the selling group has a prior actual money relationship with the buyer. The agent does. And then at the same time, you have interest. And I'm, to be honest with you, if Buck is, if, if they're isolating it to Bruce Buck, to me, that only spells out one thing. It spells out the idea that there is a fracturous board and there's some people who are pulling for the rickets because mm-hmm. of prior interests. Because, you know, all these guys are looking at this as a long-term um, situation. They look at it as a long-term relationship. How do I end up after this? Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, it, it just reeks. It really reeks because all you have to do is just take the time to read up articles written in like Chicago uh, about how the Ricketts have done business. And you will know that what's the point of even having this here. And the last thing I will say on this is I saw a development where the spokesperson for Griffin, who's supposed to be the, um, I guess, the, the main backer behind this, I don't know why, his name is not put on in front of it then, if you're the main backer. Um, they're saying that, oh, well, we haven't really decided, uh, you know, uh, all the parties in the consortium yet. And the Ricketts are only going to have a share of it <laughs> for now until later on. Because if you look at how the Cubs are owned, the status of how it's actually owned tax-wise has changed significantly. So it's 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 a mess it's a mess and it, it's quite shocking that it seems to be really governed here by connection political connection like okay if you know this person then you can get a bit and it's weird it, it's upsetting because i think we all at the first like we all kind of assumed that rain would um you know like act in the club's best interest and act in yeah. you know objectively and i think there's a lot of people now who think that's not the case no they, there's no way <laughs> Unless, unless they have two separate departments that don't talk at all, two separate heads, <laughs> like one that runs. Uh, to be honest with you, like any company, because 
you have entities. One thing I always like, like to tell people when it comes to business, you have entities and you have individuals. The business is built on individuals and relationships, regardless of what skills, whatever it is. So if these guys are talking, they're talking. No matter what they claim, oh, nothing was said, da, da, da. This is they're not definitely like a, talking. It's, it's not like a um, general election for a country where we'd hope there's some oversight. Where's the oversight here? It's just closed rooms. <laughs> and then we I'm, hear I'm praying for Bowling, man. I'm praying for Bowling. Oh, me too. Me too. Because like, too. at this point, I, I can't have the rickets, man. I don't want to turn into Arsenal or Man, or man U. But like, every day you have protests and shit like that. Nah, man. Screw that. You know what would happen? We would actually be very much like Man U. I have no doubt that if the rickets came, we would probably spend a lot in the first year and a half and would win. And then nothing else. And then they would, yeah, and then we'd be done. They would sell all like because that's what they did with the Cubs. They got rid of like what one of the like the best players, and then they tried. Like, I don't want to get into that, but <laughs> that's what they do. So and okay, so here's, here's one article I read where they were like basically they showed how the Ricketts got into sports venture, and there was this company I forget the name now. They made a presentation like an advisory group on basically the theory is that sports franchises are long-term, are bulletproof, basically. They will, because, like, sports franchises are basically, historically, they doubled in value, or more than doubled overall, between 1997 and 2007. So they did a report on that, and basically to show them that even though you're pumping all this money, your demand is inelastic, and it will always continuously grow. So when you come in with that reasoning and mindset, your reasoning for coming to get something is very important, because it will govern how you operate, right? So... If that's the only reason, I, I've never even heard of them being Chelsea fans or being to a game. So I don't know how this happens. What, what about the um, Chelsea, uh, what do you call the um, trust, uh, trust Chelsea sup- supporters trust or whatever. Exactly. Because they, they sent me an email. I, I participated in a survey and mm-hmm. it said that 72 percent. Uh, of the people that made the survey do not have the confidence in the Ricketts family and only about 5% do do so. So that's a really small percentage of people that believe in the Ricketts and a really... That that feels like, you know, even that feels like strained. That feels almost like it's like 72% of people don't want the Ricketts and 28% of people click the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, that's what it said. But like, they seem to be because they, they said they distanced distanced themselves from the Ricketts family and whatnot. Like, they're just trying to say that, hey, we're not, uh, not supporting Brock. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not impressed with the Chelsea supporters' trust at the moment. Me neither. I mean, what else? What else can they do though? Like, well, they, you know, like I don't know. They, they could come out and, and directly disavow um, the owners and say they will not work with them. Rather than yeah. being sort of like, you know, being like, oh, you know, we met with them and giving, giving them a platform and giving them legitimacy when in fact they shouldn't have that because it gives them extra purpose. They could have turned up the heat, but they didn't. True. I see a lot of people on Twitter saying, oh, uh, what if the Rickers aren't that bad, blah, blah, blah. But I think they're just trying to be, they're just trying to be, they're just trying to be clever. But I, I, I can't, I cannot support the Rickers, man. Honestly. I, I, I also want an owner who, compliments too cool and they don't seem like they're gonna do that they seem like they're just gonna come in and rack up the whole club or whatever it seems like they're gonna sack the manager is what's gonna happen. i'm not joking I, I, if, if they get in i will want them out f- since day one and then um, on the day they leave i will have a big party <laughs> <laughs> 
you're gonna have to wait a long time, brother, because the way they look at it, it's a long-term family thing. Listen, if I gotta do, if I gotta do it myself, I'll take a banner down to Stamford Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at the look at Arsenal and the Cronkies. Like, look at how I don't know if you guys watch AFTV. I do. Whenever they lose, lose, I watch AFTV. Awesome. <laughs> they always talk about like, oh, Cronky out, Cronky this, Cronky's a snake, Cronky, Cronky this, this is, and look, he's still there. So I mean, come on, it's like re- realistically, <laughs> it takes oh, a long no. time. I think it if we don't prevent time. it from now, it's gonna be too late to kick them out later. Yeah. That's but I'm not sure if our voices will be heard. To do something about this now. If we wait until someone is in the club, it's so much easier yeah. to stop exactly. someone getting in than to kick them out. It has to be now. It absolutely has to be now. That's that's why Noda Ricketts is so important, and it should be important to every single Chelsea fan. Because if you want our club to complete to continue to succeed, and you want our club to not end up like the likes of Man United and Arsenal, who are constantly in a state of rebuild, massively debt financed, always trying and pretending like they're going to be doing well and living off the glory days of the past, then fine, welcome the Ricketts. But that's what will happen. Always yeah. making new tracksuits. You know what I mean. <laughs> Right, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 realistic. one quick point on that, when Arsenal, because I I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit older, but like when Arsenal was doing their thing in the '90s or whatever, like I never saw that many jerseys, like so many different colored tracksuits. I saw like three, four different ones in a three month span. New yeah, release, like a new release, new release. Part time fashion brand, and I kind of I kind of because a lot of them look pretty cool. <laughs> It's for the kids, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, true that, true that. But yeah, okay. Did get, how about we talk about the Madrid game? How are you guys feeling? Manny, how are you feeling? Confident. Feeling confident, yeah? I'm, I'm ready because I know that the guys... See, the guys who let us down today are not, for the most part, they're not going to play. So, i.e. I, who and who? Just so we're sure. RLC is not playing. <laughs> Alonso might play. Um, uh-huh. if, if Aspie plays, it's going to be three at the back. Um, Werner's not playing. Uh, Ziek is a 50 50. He might not play either, to be honest with you. Uh, no, Kante is good. I think Ziek and Kante are set into play. I, I think Pulisic is coming back in, honestly. No, definitely, yeah. But I mean, oh, yeah, right. Actually, if if um, Pulisic comes in, then it means Mount because okay, I think Lukaku starts. No, 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 because no, 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 I actually sent this message to my friend. I was like, do you think. This is. Do you think um this loss is gonna be like or oh, catalyst to start Lukaku again? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's <after> no. <laughs> At least this. Hold on. At least this time he's gonna. This is why I think it will work. He's gonna play with somebody who's an intelligent footballer, who will be like pass and move and create angles for him in Havertz. I don't want to see Havertz wide. I want them to be close together. I think we all know what the team should be against Madrid and I think that's the deal and and I think it gives us a lot of confidence that it's going to be very different both in formation and in personnel to the one we saw today uh-huh. yeah. Who, who, yeah what lineup do you predict then Oli um, okay it'll be Mendy and then probably Silva Rudiger and then one of Chalabur or Christensen um, left to right on the in the in midfield you've got a uh, left wing back you'll probably have uh, probably Alonso again um, then you'll have probably Jorginho O and Kante uh, I would guess, and then on the right hand side, probably Reese James, um, and then a three up top, probably either Pulisic, Havertz, uh, Pulisic, Havertz, Mount, or Ziyech, Havertz, Mount. Yeah, exactly. No Lukaku. Lukaku and big games don't go together. So, yeah. 
love it. But <laughs> yeah. words, like, within maybe a player, that's going to be the lineup. We all know. I agree, though. To be honest, I'm going to agree. But Ubi, how do you see the how do you see the fixture going? The Madrid game. Are you pumped? Yeah, I am. I think we're going to make it because um, although we lost today, but they will direct their disappointment towards the Madrid game. They will just, uh, you know, empty their pockets, as they say, and just they will do everything that they can do in that match. And I think we have the the psychological advantage because, you know, we won against them last season. And yeah, I know before you guys say anything, it was Zidane, it was a different team, etc. But it is called Real Madrid. And actually, most of the players are still there, like exactly the same players. Uh, one thing, though, of course, I agree with Oliver's uh, uh, prediction uh, to the lineup. Uh, it, it would be similar to what he says. So no need for me to repeat what, what he just said. But th- there's a quick note that we shouldn't be very much like high up the pitch because they got Vinicius Jr. who's got like a uh, hundred pace. So like, oh my we- god, I forgot he has to play against the longer. James though, he played against James, so it's not like you know we can't take it. Oh, even Reese James cannot stay, does not have a chance. You know who is the only player that can stop uh, Vinicius? It's um, Alfonso Davis, in my opinion. He's the only player that could stop him because he's really fast, kind of similar to Vinicius. I think Rudiger could stop him, not because he's fast, just because he, he'd just probably knock him over. Yeah, I mean, he's got the aggression to just, as you said, knock him over. True. But again, if it's a counter-attack, Rudiger doesn't stand a chance. He's fast. If, if we have to play them on the counter-attack, I think it's going to be a much harder game than we think. If they can nick a 1-0 yeah. win going back to the Bernabeu, that's a real scare. It nah, is, it's not it gonna is. happen. It's not gonna happen. Not... We're gonna win. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to be cocky, but we're gonna win. But then again, I was gonna ask you guys. Vinicius plays on the left wing. So why are you guys calling um Alfonso Davies and you're calling Rodiga? He plays. Vinicius plays on the left wing, right? I'm correct. Yeah, I know. But do you know what? I I wouldn't be surprised to see him come out on the right if Alonso plays. Just to, like <laughs> honestly, yeah. like watching that would be like watching like a 1950s like jalopy oh. going up against a Ferrari, <laughs> but not even close. <laughs> yeah, Alonso is going to put in the top corner, you know. It'd be like me home. on a pogo stick versus Usain Bolt in the 100 meters. It's just like, it's like, it, before I've even got off the starting line, he's already there. You know what, though? Like, I'm watching, because mm-hmm. I watched Ramadou play quite a few times this season. Mm-hmm. They actually, um, they don't, I mean, they keep the ball well enough for a big team, but they don't really need possession. They're not always looking for it, to be honest with you. Their main gameplay is literally get it to Benzema, let him pivot, and then he releases the, like, the speed, right? And then Mendy will overlap with Vinicius to create that one-on-one opportunity for him to dribble and then do something. But I think as long as Conte is operational and Kovacic, if those two or Jorginho have a good game, well, we're good. I, I, think, I think we'll be able to do it. Yeah, like, to be honest with you. But then again, I don't think Kova is going to start, though. This is what I'm saying. He, he, has, he, to. he has to. There's no That's way. The thing, though, cause, uh, okay, let's, let me cast your mind back to this. Remember the little, the little game, the second leg, right? We had, a three, we had three players in the middle, and then what happened? Everybody was like, oh, change the formation. The formation isn't good. Except if you want us to play Kova and Kante like we did in the Carabao Cup final. Except that's what you want, then cool. But again, we're going to miss a bit of Jorginho's link-up play and all that. This is why I want to cover such start today. Because I really don't see him starting at Madrid. So you think it's going to be Jorginho and Kante? And Kante, yeah. That's what I think. I think it's, I, 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 it's either going to be Jorginho and Kante or Jorginho and Kova. 
It'll be nice to have cover though, trust me, because he's gonna blitz through that midfield and you know do his thing. So he may come like know. in second half or something, Kovacic, because he's a good player to like change the tactics and change the yeah, fluidity of the that. game, I think, rather than start it, you know. Okay. But Ubi, can you explain to me why Kovacic doesn't start enough? I don't know. What do you think? Like I'm not sure what's in Tuchel's mind, obviously, but maybe it's a it's a, like um what do you call like a tactical decision? I don't know what Tuchel may have thought like because Tuchel views uh, views of uh, Kovacic is a more number eight, you know, some somebody who runs behind the strikers, you know, similar to Lampard, uh, you know, like box to box. Mm-hmm. So, like defensively today, we had Ruben, which I think he he thought that Ruben could be like a like a good holding midfielder, which obviously he's not. And Kante has the <laughs> license to go forward, as I said. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why, like, he views Kovacic as this guy that goes forward. And since Kante has the license, he thought maybe he's not needed there. I'm talking about Kovacic; he's not needed to be uh, going forward again. But in my opinion, Kovacic is not good going forward. He's actually a good, uh, like a hold, hold, um, holding midfielder as well mm-hmm. as attackingly. He doesn't score, but he provides assists. So I think he should start alongside um, either Kante or Jorginho. Better Jorginho because, as I said before, Jorginho has this thing where he drops deep when the other midfielder is going forward. You guys don't think they'll play all three in a three-five-two? No, it just, it doesn't work. I don't know why it doesn't work. I, like I, it takes it's got to take someone much smarter than me in terms of football tactics to like work yeah. out why it doesn't work. Because in theory, it's a perfectly balanced midfield. And it just, mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason, it just doesn't work. Yeah. I think it's well, a hybrid thing, though. That's why coaches pay the big bucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> True. I think it's a hybrid thing, though, because Mount is more of a hybrid player. And Cover, unfortunately, Cover isn't good enough to do what Mount does. You know, but... on well, paper, Kovacic could be wasted on left wing anyway. Yeah, but... If only Kovacic could do... But that's the thing, though. Kovacic is the closest person to Hazard in terms of, like, dribbling ability and all that. So it's weird how... He can't really like do that because he scores like one goal every like every you know every lunar new year or whatever. Like <laughs> I honestly think Kovacic's role is to provide the hockey assist. His role is supposed to be like the Iniesta to the Ronaldinho. He dribbles in midfield, gets it to the guy who's supposed to be decent, i.e. Werner. Werner maybe hits it across or finishes, but that doesn't happen. That's thin though. Kovacic brings a lot to the team. It's just at this, it just baffles me why he doesn't start enough. Kante shouldn't have started today. Kante should have been rested. Just as Jorginho was rested, Kante and Mount should have been rested. Maybe bring up Mount and his, you know, off the bench and all that. But Kovacic was made for this game today. But you know, the thing about it is, I, if you, and I never say this because I don't think football should just be determined on this, but given what I saw from Werner, if you don't have Mount in the team, right, you kind of, have a you've taken away a guaranteed 100% efforter. You kind of need that. I know, I'm straight up like somebody who leaves it all on the line. And I think there's been games a lot of the time when when Mount doesn't play, you know, we notice, you know, like every every time that he doesn't play and we're underperforming, we everyone goes, see, this is why we need him to play. Yeah, <laughs> he's been inconsistent though. He, he, he is inconsistent, but he doesn't get enough credit either, in my opinion. I think a lot of people really don't like Mount because, you know, because he's English or, you know, whether you're particularly fond of, like, Sari or Lampard or whatever. 
even though neither of those coaches are at the club anymore, so why should it matter? But, um, you know, I, I think it's just that, yeah, he's inconsistent, but I think he doesn't get enough credit. For, you know, everyone knows he puts the effort in, but he's not technically a poor player. He takes corners, you know, like, and he, do you remember Willian taking corners? Yeah. <laughs> It was awful. Okay, the, the William Bashing guys. He was, I actually have a William defender. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, like, like I'm not saying Mount is is bad. He's he's amazing. He's one of my favorite players actually. But I'm just saying yeah. he's inconsistent. But when when he does perform, of course he doesn't get credit enough. But as well as well as when he when he really doesn't perform like today, it's like people defend him. Like come on, it's just a player. Why defend him? Like you know what I mean. Like th this is what yeah. I don't like about Mount in terms of like the, the the fan base. Like really defend him no matter what. We shouldn't be like that. He had an awful game. We we're allowed to say that. It doesn't matter I if he's English or not. I'm I'm talking about the player's performance. I think he gets he gets more slander than a lot of players. Maybe because he's he's a, a academy graduate and he was seen as the the next Lampard, so like a lot of expectations. In my opinion, that's why. Can I be honest with you? You know why? Part of the reason, for my opinion, he gets slandered. It's it's partly to do with the commentators. I'm be honest, I'm with you. They put so much praise on the. Oh board. yeah, the English. Yeah, the English. Yeah, um, no, because yeah. if you listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go like they praise him, and he's just not as good like McTominay, so they can't do it as much. But they'll, they'll praise him, McTominay. But like, if I just like isolate Chelsea, they don't praise Rhys James like he does unless he scores or assists. Yeah, no, like, and, and that's the thing. Yeah, like you know, commentators certainly have their favorites, and it's and it's I like Mount, but I can criticize him too. You know what I mean? And I like Mount. I don't think he's the best player on the squad. I don't think he's the most talented or works the hardest, but he's probably in the upper, upper, maybe upper quarter of both. He's, he's in the top four, top five, for sure. For me. Well, at, at the club? Yeah, he has to be. Uh, like, to be honest, he, for me, top five, I'll, I'll take out Mendy because he's a goalkeeper. It's Mount uh, Kovacic. Uh, what's this guy's name? Mount no, it's okay. Kovacic, you, know, I, I, you can carry on with your point. I was just trying to, I was just trying to make sure that you're not at the club. But it's okay, yeah. Definitely top five, definitely. But, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. He's, um, for me, he's he's a he's a divisive player, so you know it's very polarizing. Same as Jorginho. I don't know if you guys see the slander Jorginho gets from the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, hey, he would have been absolutely destroyed if we lost today, like the same margin oh, yeah. that he played. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get what I mean? So, you know. Ugh. It's just it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a divisive player. It's just simple as that. Like for me, I don't mind Mount. Like it's kind of on and off. The only problem I had with him was the Carabao Cup, and he doesn't like make the right decisions sometimes. Like he shoots when he should pass, you know. But he he's generally a good player, and I can see what he brings to the team. Not on the same level as Lukaku or um, Ruben. I don't mind Ruben, but Ruben is quite annoying. But Lukaku is shit, man. In my, in my opinion, I don't uh, want him at the club anymore. Leave. Ruben, the ship has sailed for me. You know, like I, yeah. I, there's been so much hype about him for so long, and you know, like he's not a kid anymore. He's not improving. Uh, you know, like I think we have better options. I thought it was Scott Parker's fault. You know, and then, <laughs> and then and, you know, I'm being honest with you because I, I would yeah. watch Fulham games to just yeah, I, yeah. that's how I, I watch the lone players. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he came here. He had one or two good games early on. Mm -hmm. And then, like, even I think he played in the Everton game where we drew or whatever. Or maybe we lost one nil. I don't know. It was that bad December month. No, it was. It he, was yeah, we drew. Yeah. He plays, a, he plays like all those games, basically. Mm -hmm. 
and we did and we, we were terrible and that's when i realized that you know what he just doesn't have it anymore he had something and it's gone uh-huh. and don't don't forget he had the long term injury which yeah. i think changed him cuz i was a big fan of him before he he, he is a good that's what worries roster. me about chilwell is that <laughs> what happens if he comes back exactly and, and instead of becoming like a bang off to speak this is why uh, we need this is why we need right in Neri. This because is what we need right now, Neri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Joe Manny Curran, yeah. convinced me. He le- not just, but like the last six months that he played, he convinced me like, you know what? He's there. He's that guy, you know? And then he got injured. It's just so disappointing. Like, they should stop, honestly, they should stop putting him in the match reports or oh, was not there. Why are you talking about him? Why are you reminding? <laughs> yeah, actually, it gives. It, you know, when I heard that from Tukul, I was like, "Yo, does this mean? Does this mean that um, Chilwell is gonna miraculously come back or something?" Because oh I'm like, "Imagine if he was fit for the Champions League final. <laughs> He'll be rusty, though. He'll be he rusty. needs to at least like three games before that." Nah, I take I take I take him off. Honestly, I take him off a bad injury straight into the Champions League final. Give him the uh, the Ryan Bertrand treatment, just straight in. And, and just like <laughs> over like Alonso or Sa or Saul, I'm just I'm so fed up of having a mediocre left side. Mm. I would tell I would tell Rudiger, listen, Rudiger, we're gonna put you on a special diet. You're gonna be running a lot to help Chile. We know Chile's quality. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? You gotta be gonna say, Rudiger, we're gonna put you on a special diet. You're playing left wing back tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that would be awful. Yeah. Honestly, because they're gonna take a lot from. Obviously, I know it's a joke, but they're gonna take a lot from Rudiger's play and all that. No, no, but, I'm not saying put him on the left wing back. I'm saying like. No, 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 no. I know it's a joke. I know it's a joke. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? To help him out because even one-legged Chilwell is better than Alonso for me. So, right. I know it sounds dumb, and you, you I, Ubi, you made the right thing earlier when you said this isn't FIFA. You can't just put people wherever. <laughs> but what do you guys think of like Mount as a possible wing back? You know nah. what? I was gonna ask you that honestly, Oliver. Oh, yeah. Nice like a right wing back or left wing back, just to be sure. Either I would say, I, nah. I would say left wing back. Nah, no. Nah. You take a lot from his game. I think he'd be better than Joe when Mount or... underperforms. He could be a better left wing back or right wing back than the others, in my opinion. Yeah. Not better than Reese James, obviously, but I'm talking about Saar and especially Alonso, in my opinion, because like. The thing, the thing about Mount, when he underperforms, he's still good defensively, but he's a flop exactly. in front of goal whenever he underperforms. Yeah. Uh, just like the Liverpool game, the, uh, the Carabao Cup final, Carabao Cup, when he yeah. missed the sitter, I still cannot believe how <laughs> did he miss that. <laughs> not so not if, to mention, right, our, our wingbacks always get high up the pitch and always overlap anyway. So exactly. Like, really, in terms of he was like left wing back instead of left wing, and you've got, say, I don't know, Pulisic or whoever right there, mm-hmm. what's really the difference? Except now you've just got more attacking, attacking players. And to be honest, he's yeah. more intelligent than the other ones on the ball, like, in just in positioning. But True. you're taking a lot from his game, though, and then what if he's good at it? It means he's going to switch position or whatever. Let me look at... I was going to give it... Well, why are we yeah, playing yeah. James at left wing back when he comes on, or left back, or whatever? Like, that that more... throws me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that it was momentarily, up. though. It was momentarily. It was momentarily. It was because... Uh, we have to I, know, I know he did it last season time. as well. I know he did it last season as well, but it was... It, it takes away from possibly our best player. <laughs> okay, let me give you an example. So, uh, um, Oli, you mentioned Pulisic. I was going to talk to you about... Um, uh, what's his name now? Uh, what's his name? 
Um, Oxlade Chamberlain. Oxlade Chamberlain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He complained about playing at the right wing back. Look at Pulisic. Pulisic, when he plays in attack, you see how good he is. When he goes to the right wing back position or, or left wing, it, it doesn't suit him. It takes a lot from his game. So that's, I'm afraid. I mean, yes, Mount has the energy and all that, but I'm afraid that it's going to take a lot from his game, in my opinion. Uh, I'm probably about to get like a lot of slander for this, but Pulisic has better technique. He's better than Mount. Ubi, what do you think? You mean in attack? I mean, yeah, in attack. In attack. Mount's just a better passer, though, than him. I think if you're if you're choosing like if if say for example if one of them's got to play wing back one of them's got to play the winger for me it's no it's no contest yeah mm. I, yeah I, I prefer Mount as a wing back and Pulisic up up top I think but obviously this this never ever happens so it's like it's yeah. kind of a move yeah yeah <laughs> theoretically it would be right yeah like Alonso yeah exactly there'll be riots like Alonso playing up top is hypothetical. <laughs> I think Alonso behind the striker, honestly. No, no, yeah. I, I meant like the right in regards to like Mount playing left, right wing back or left wing back. It'd be a right at the club. Yeah, just play him up top with Havertz and it's just like no goals, just vibes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Alonso is good, man. You guys stop shooting Alonso, but yeah, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> we slaughtered him today. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, shit. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys, what was your reaction to the World Cup draw? I mean, obviously, I know we're from different countries and all that, but Oli, I'm sure you were, you were happy. No, actually, I wasn't. Um, really? Uh, I know, I know, I know, like, you'll be like, oh, yeah, but England got such an easy draw. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> um, and to be honest, I'm not, like, you know, I like England, you know, who doesn't? Well, most people, mm-hmm. but, you know, like, um, <laughs> it, I, like, I... I do you want to hear my bold take? I put this on my Twitter yesterday, and and people go, about it. "I I don't think England are going to get out of that group." Oh, I think oh. I saw it actually. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of harsh. Yeah. I I don't like England, but I think they're going to go through. I think soon you'll sooner have like you know like Iran are used to playing in the heat. The US are used to playing in the heat. Everyone wants to beat us for one reason or another. I I I'm not sure. You know. <laughs> yeah, but you have you have air conditioning now, so. Sorry, <laughs> oh, thank God. We've got, we've got Harry Maguire's open his fridge door. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you, actually, what's your stance on the Maguire situation? Do you think, do you support it? Do, are you against it? What do you think? Uh, players get booed all the time, grow up. Exactly. Oh, my God. I wish I could, like, give you a high, uh, a high five right now. Honestly, grow up. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, um, Ubi, what was your reaction to the World Cup draw? Like, I don't know. You said you're supporting Germany, like me, so. Yeah, I do. Um, there's no, if you notice, there's no like uh, group of death. The only group of death to me is the Germany one because there's Spain. It's the only like two, let's say, um, famous. Most interesting by far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not even a group of death because I, I can safely say Germany, Spain will qualify, but who knows in the end, right? Yeah. Hopefully, Germany will not I have mean, another you know, scare. Like, you never know. Like, remember Japan, how well Japan did in the last World Cup? You know, they could shock some people. I mean, yeah, true, but at the same time, I'm not like Germany I mean, you know, flopped it's, a lot. It's hard to see it, isn't it? It's- it is. It is. It's because Germany flopped a lot, especially the last World Cup. I don't think they're gonna flop again, especially now they they have a different coach. Hopefully, yep. shout better out, luck. Shout out Hansi Flick. You know, <laughs> but yeah, Manny, are you happy about the draw though? Because I know you're from. Obviously, I'm from Nigeria, and you're from Ghana. But are you excited? Yeah, I'm actually excited because I got like two representatives in the World Cup, Ghana and the US. Um, Who do you think is going to win? 
If you go Germany, Germany, right Germany, now, Germany, 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 Germany. <laughs> uh, you know what? I was also going to say Germany. Mm-hmm. But? No. I, no, oh, there's okay. no but. I also think Ooh. Germany. I think it'll be a Germany, uh, it'll be like a Germany-France final. Um, it's really hard to call. because I think Germany will play Brazil in like that semi-final. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, <laughs> that would be that would be yeah. epic for Brazil though. Brazil won't take that for We all know how that went last time. So exactly, yeah, they won't um, take that so lightly. I, I think Germany's going to win it all. Yeah, it's the same. hopefully. Um, I was going to say Ubi. Um, I think Group F, Brazil's group, is the group of death, in my opinion. Who you know, plays there? Can you remind I me? I think Serbia, Brazil. I can't remember the other team, but it's quite difficult. And Ghana. Okay, yeah, so. oh, Cameroon. Yeah, exactly. You see what I mean? Switzerland are no pushovers, man. And, um, Serbia as well. Same as Cameroon. So it's going to be... Uh, that will be Brazil, Switzerland. I think that's an easy one too. Yeah. Ooh, you're you're going to knock off You're gonna knock off Cameroon. Wow. You're on the, on the rating. Uh, maybe I don't rate Cameroon highly, you know, but <laughs> I haven't seen them play that much. But I definitely don't yeah. rate Serbia. They're not yeah. that don't great. they have Toko Akambi? <laughs> I rate Ghana, though. Nah, and I really uh, did Senegal. Nah, yeah, yeah, actually, Senegal, 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 like, I'm an England fan, but I want to see Maguire, Maguire Quarry. <laughs> Yo, um, Oli, I was going to ask you, actually, do you, I, I felt like, so obviously I follow Wolves as well. I, I'm kind of like a Wolves fan. But I think Max Kilman is much better than Maguire. But unfortunately, once you play for Mani, you get special treatments and benefits. So, But I think Isn't Max Kilman is better. exactly like Kepa? Yeah, sort of, yeah. But, you know, yeah. he's much more composed and all that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a Chelsea fan. We had, uh, there were links to him. Uh, yep, 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 yep. He's the one, yeah. Oh, like he's really though. good, though. He's really. I don't know. Do you guys know him? He's really good. Not seen him play very much, but, you know, if you link to Chelsea, maybe you're a good player. Fast, wow. fast. Timo Werner. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you were once. Yeah, you had a good season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Timo's gonna score the World Cup winning goal, and everybody's like, "Oh, bring him back to Chelsea, bring him no, back, bring no. him back." So if don't worry. If he scores World Cup winning, in fact, maybe we should just wait till the World Cup is finished to sell him. He'll probably score <laughs> one or two goals, and then we can sell him for it. We can break even, you know. <laughs> I won't have a to score the um the World Cup final winning goal, but I think yeah. it's more likely that would be it's epic. More likely Genuinely, it's more likely it'll be Werner. <laughs> <laughs> more like like a tapping or something. No, but honestly, if Havertz scored that, oh my god! I would mind if Werner scored the World Cup winning World Cup <laughs> final winning goal because we we add a, a like an extra twenty million onto his transfer fee. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. I'm just happy we have the Champions League game so soon, so I don't have to dwell on this. Yo, yeah. you know, everybody everybody's saying, oh, you know, Chelsea lost, so it means we're going to bounce back. But I don't know. There was a match last season. Oh, yeah. We lost to Arsenal. And then everybody, yeah, yeah we're going to bounce back against Leicester in the FA Cup final. And then we lost. I hope that's <laughs> not the case. I don't know if you guys remember, but <laughs> I hope that's not the case. Well, do you remember West Bromwich, though? Hey, like, do you remember that time that really bad thing happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, 
That would be crazy, no, honestly. We I don't want that to Cup, so. we, we need to. It's been too long. We're yeah, I mean, to go, to, go, to go into the final, oh, oh, fingers crossed to make it into the final again, but to go into the final three years in a row, I don't, even Manu, Prime Manu didn't even do that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Prime Manu did that three years no, in a row. So, you know, it's about time. It's about time we won that trophy, you know, and the Champions League as well. But I don't want to jinx it because I know Champions League is game by game. So I'm not going to be part of those people who say, oh, we're going to win the Champions League. So game by game for me. Do you know who we play in the next round if we win? Yeah, we're going to play Man City it's or Atletico. Atletico. City, yeah. 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 Atletico so, Man City. Or Man City, yeah. City, probably. Yeah, but I have a funny feeling Atletico might do something on them, you know. Do a job I, on them. I am rooting for Atletico like no other. I, I think <laughs> if, if City are ever going to win the Champions League, it's going to be this year. But that's the thing, though. I don't want... I, that's the thing. I feel like City have our number. Ubi, I don't know what you think. I feel like City have our number, so I don't want to face City anymore. Nah, Chelsea is different in the Champions League. We're a different beast. Yeah, we are. We, are. We, like, we got some real mentality monsters in our team. They just, like, a lot of them just don't care about playing against Brentford. Oh, you know who my favorite player in the world is? My favorite player in the world? Who? Luis Suarez. Let's go Atletico. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> How could you like Luis Suarez after everything you just said about Ghana? All is forgiven if you can win this game. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Even after fighting Ivanovic back in the day? Exactly. Hey, hey, Ivanovic is a man's man. He's forgiven. I still him. remember, I, I still remember, the, what was it, the 2010 World Cup when he just flipping robbed Ghana. Like, he just like robbed him red-handed. I, he's oh he's such god. a cheat, man. He's a... He's because of he's that. a cheat, man. He's a cheat. He's a proper cheat, you know. But it's all right. It's all right. Um, I, I don't want to face Man City because I mean, Man City come clutch though. I mean, you know, you talk about Chelsea have a different mentality. Those Man City players, man, don't fuck with them. They have, they are fuck. They go clutch, man. In the yeah, Champions League, I, I can actually see if they lose the first leg one 0 I can see Atletico could do something because Atletico has got a couple. Play- they got like a uh, Griezmann now. I respect him. He's not what he was, but I respect him. Got Felix. Uh, he can do some flashes. They, they, and like even I think the Correa is it Correa or Correa? Yeah, Correa. Correa, yeah. Correa, yeah, yeah. They got, they got, they have some players. It literally depends on the manager. And then they play the three at the back like Chelsea now. So yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're compact. They're way more disciplined than other teams. So yeah, it, it, can they finish their chances or not? Is a situation. For yeah. them. All right, let me ask Oli. Are you there? I want to ask you this question. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, ask anybody, any new person on this pod. Manny, I'm going to come to you too. Any new person on this pod, I ask them this question. In the Roman era, right, who do you think is the worst and the best player? Actually, the best and the worst player. Who do you think they are in the Roman era? That's a good question because, like, the worst is like, is that the actual worst, or just is is the worst in terms of like the worst as in the most bad, or just the most absent, right? And uh, I I think um, in terms of like the worst, it's probably Bakayoko. <laughs> I I don't want to say it because like I feel like it's been done to death, but I just I just despise the guy and. Um, a best player? I mean, it's no question for me. It, it's it's uh, it's it's the golden boy himself, Eden Hazard. Mm. Even better than Didier. That's interesting. 
I, you know what? I, like, I, I share a birthday with Didier, um, and um, <laughs> I, I, I love him. To uh, like, he is one person who I will never ever not love. But Hazard really rekindled my love uh, of the game at a time where, like, uh, I was falling out of love with a lot of things. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, Manny, what do you think? Who's the best and worst Ooh, player? The, worst, the Roman player. worst player is hard because there's a lot, been a lot of bad players. I'll just say worst player that played regular football. Um, <laughs> re- yeah, it's a tie for me. I'd have to say it's a tie between... It, it would have to be Paulo Ferreira for me, actually. What? Uh, wait, the best or the worst? I, 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 yeah, I didn't, the worst, I didn't yeah. Paulo. Paulo Ferreira wasn't a good defender. That's why... <laughs> you are uh, drunk. <laughs> Let me finish. That's why Glenn Johnson used to play so much. That's the mm. first. And Glenn Johnson wasn't even good. Um, I'm just talking about regular. Otherwise, it's going to be Bakayoko. Um, <laughs> it, it has to I, I wanted it to be good too, bro. But it just has to be. Honestly, um, man. Bakayoko came back during the preseason and he was still oh, shit. I was just like, I give up. Was, I give up. Was, I give up. I literally watched, I don't watch preseason games. I watched that for him. I was like, okay, maybe, maybe we have something Tuku. here. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> maybe Tuku could walk some magic. <laughs> but yo, he was shit, man. Yeah, he was shit. And um, best, best. Mm-hmm. Be- best, yeah, I think, oh, it's, it's hard. Just like, I have to, I don't want to copy, but it has to be Hazard. It's Hazard <laughs> and Drogba. Drogba, the only reason that I'll take away from Drogba is the first couple of seasons he had some issues in terms of finishing, um, but it has to be it has to be Hazard, yeah, it has to be Hazard. just because I really honestly feel that we wasted a lot of his years with a, a lot of rotational trash players. So, but um, yeah, fair enough. Um, Ubi Ubi is regular on the pod, so I, just, I Ubi, do you want to remind them? Do you remember your worst and favorite? So yeah, you know. I said uh, my worst was Morata, <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. but that's because I forgot about Bakayoko. Because then in, no, in the other episode, I... he was a huge letdown. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He, he was just a crybaby <laughs> and really awful. If if uh, Werner is not clinical, imagine how Morata was. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and my best was Kante. And before you guys scream at me. I un- appreciate the underdogs. Like it's true that Kante barely scores and whatnot. But to me, the the way I look at players, I do appreciate the player that you know just works their butt off for the team. Uh, you know, as I, I always say this in every episode, almost like you see Kante correcting mistakes. He has like four lungs. He's everywhere on the pitch. This is what I like about him. This is why he's my favorite player. I'm not saying Drogba, Lampard, uh, Hazard are not good. They're really you know my my favorite players ever but like Kante is is a hair above them to me it's like really close but yeah that's that's my take on this i can appreciate that i can i can definitely appreciate that i i, I want to give a, a shout out let's create a new one underappreciated i'm gonna <laughs> yeah that guy that's out nice. there. uh jimmy's right has a bank mm-hmm. i thought but he, he wasn't was... in the roman he wasn't in the roman era though because i did it was in he the there for the, of, like... wasn't he there for one year i felt like no, I don't think so. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah, he was. Um, t- okay, well, I guess if it was just Roman era, then oh, then uh, Ida Good Johnson. Talk about John Obi Miguel. He's really underappreciated. Yeah, uh, Miguel would be mine. You're taking the Miguel. 
Did you see the banner? <laughs> no, but yeah, you guys are right. Actually, you guys are right. Um, let me wrap up soon. So, Oli, um, Oli, would you like to say goodbye? Because we're gonna round up now. So I wanna. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you very much for having me. Um, I've really enjoyed it. It's been a good conversation, and I and I hope uh, I can be on again soon. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Oli J Carpenter. That's O L I J Carpenter, like the job, or at Goalitics, which is at G O A L I T I C S. <laughs> sure. Cheers, mate. Cheers, cheers. And Manny, do you want to do your, you want to say goodbye as well? Um, yeah. Um, it's been a fantastic pleasure. This is the first time ever on a podcast, so uh, really enjoyed it. Like, really enjoyed you guys' opinions. Even though it's clear we have a a, a, a Alonzo divide, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just um, I love football, love Chelsea, uh, up to Chelsea, and uh, follow me at uh, Manny Be Real. I always just try to retweet or like. Things that are, you know, I think people should know. Yeah, fair point, fair point. So, Oli, uh, sorry, I said Oli, um, Ubi, you know you're the best. So, yeah, do you want to you you <laughs> round us up then? Do you want to? Yeah, sure. Um, so, thanks for having me almost every episode. Uh, <laughs> it's such an honor, man. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. And I hope our audience enjoyed this episode. It, it was a bit different, if you noticed, from what we do, what we do, but in a good way. Obviously, Manny and Oliver were amazing guests, and we're looking forward to to having them maybe sometime soon again. But yeah, yeah thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to us, everyone. And yeah, just enjoy this one, guys. Cheers, bro. Um, feel free to leave a review and a rating so you know we could serve you better and stuff but yeah up the chels and hopefully we hopefully we come back and review the Madrid game and it's a win and you know be more excited but you know we lost but it was really a down episode it was kind of like a upbeat episode so yeah um, it was so good to have you guys honestly like, Ubi you know how much I appreciate you so cheers bro